You might have noticed a change in your neighborhood lately. Yep, Sprint stores are now T-Mobile stores. Now that Sprint is T-Mobile, you get more coverage, value, and benefits than ever before. We've invested billions to bring our 5G from big cities to small towns across America. And great coverage is just the start. From high-speed mobile hotspot data to weekly deals and giveaways, our customers get tons of great benefits. Head to your new T-Mobile store to learn more. Qualifying service and capable device required. Coverage not available in some areas. Some uses may require certain plan or features. See T-Mobile.com. Hello and welcome to episode number 65 of Modern Art is Rubbish. Are you alright Tom? Hey Marcus, yeah I'm good thanks. Yeah I'm alright, you're actually, I'm looking at you on my little phone on my desk and you're on the side because we're still quite socially distanced. Is it socially distanced if I'm in a different building to you? Yeah well obviously unless there's no wall. No. No wall? What do you mean no wall? Not the wall. Well, if there's a building next door that it didn't have a wall between the two buildings. Yeah, but... And, and we were both at the edges, then it's possible that we could be in different... Uh, maybe different addresses, yeah. but not be socially distanced. But buildings... Uh, we're in different buildings. There's a long there's a long distance between us. Yeah, we're just in different places. And I don't think even social distance applies when we're this far apart. But one day we will be in the same studio again, Tom. Yes. Yes. Yes, we will. Yeah, I, I, yeah I presume so. Uh, Tom, uh, I don't know if you've noticed, they've, there's changes in the podcast. Do you feel a different vibe? Um, not really, but no. I'll take your word for it. <laughs> <laughs> well, for those of you listening to the pod, um, basically... Uh, I rang up Tom the other day and I said, Tom, I can't cope. I was, I was cracking up, wasn't I? I was kind of losing it a bit as to the pressure of doing all the research and all the editing to make the pod perfect for you listening to the show at the moment. And so we've decided to kind of do it all a bit more warts and all. So I'm going to do minimal editing after the show. And if we make mistakes, mistakes be damned, Tom. I'm leaving them in. Yay! People have got so used to the show being so slick and lovely, but I can't do it anymore. I, you, you listening, you're going to see us all waltz and all. And if I say things like something stupid, like all art matters or something, something ill thought out like that, then it's going to yeah. be left in. I'm not cutting that, Tom. I'm not going to cut that. I said yeah, down silly. with the patriarchy, Marcus. Down with the patriarchy. No, that is not the view of modern art is rubbish. I still will. Be... <laughs> oh, down with the view of patriarchy. Yes, no, no. That's the other way around, isn't it? No, no, I'm all for that. Oh, dear. I <laughs> See, look, that's the pressures of life. Do I have to leave that bit in even, Tom? The bit where I got confused about that down with the patriarchy is actually quite a nice thing to say. Yeah, modern patriarchy is rubbish. <laughs> modern patriarchy is rubbish. <laughs> and also, all my levels are distorting as well. So this is going to be fun, what it comes out like. Um, do I need to check Tom or not? Because it's live. No, we leave it, don't we? 
Yeah, well, we set the levels where we start, don't we? Yeah, but everything looks like I'm looking at my we're levels. Quite, we're quite near the beginning. Just get them right now and then we'll carry on. Yeah, okay. Let me just turn it down. Oh, I'll leave that in because it's like, it's like peeling back the curtain and we're the Wizard of Oz. I don't know. That doesn't even work, does it? We're the Wizard of Oz. Anyway, on with the show. So today, Tom, I've got three uh, stories. Uh, one about damaged Picassos, one about toilets, and the other one is about, obviously, a Banksy story, because we haven't had one for the last, I don't know, we always have Banksy stories, don't we, so. Yeah, he's always behind the curtain. <laughs> is that, ba- oh, uh, yeah, Banksy, Banksy is like the Wizard of Oz, isn't he? He is. But, or uh, she but yeah, but or she, but a nice a Wizard of Oz. Was the Wizard of Oz that bad? Wizard of Oz? The Wizard, he's the Wizard of Oz. <laughs> it was Toto who revealed him, wasn't it? The little doggy. What, Banksy? Yeah, Toto. Banksy was doing his artwork behind the curtain and then Toto went over and pulled at the curtain. Pulled back the he? curtain. Yeah, I bet Toby, yeah. your dog, would do that if you were... <laughs> The Wizard of Oz, he would reveal you to the nation. I don't trust your dog. I'm sorry, Tom. Yeah, I would no. have cut that out normally from the podcast, but I don't yeah. trust him. I like Kenzie, though, the cat, but that's for another story or another time. Um, so basically, Banksy has uh, purchased for 860000 an old French Navy boat and he's converted it into a boat to rescue rescue migrants. And it's called the Louise uh, Michael or Michelle. And it's painted pink. And what I like about it is on the side of the boat is uh, the image of the girl with the balloon. But instead of having a heart-shaped balloon, she's actually got a life preserver. Oh, good, yeah. And they've been rescuing a lot of passengers. There was a little period where they had a problem that a lot of European country, countries weren't helping them to uh, uh, to take the migrants off this overcrowded boat but now apparently it seems like I, I read that Italy had taken like 45 of the most vulnerable ones so there's uh, a lot of assistance being provided for them so that's good, good. it's good yeah. to have a Banksy boat out there isn't there yeah good for Banksy yeah so um, on to the next story uh, good, good. I like this. This is a, a, a project that's been launched by the Nippon Foundation. It's a Japanese foundation, and then an organisation that works to make society better through many diverse projects, such as agricultural projects in Africa and disaster recovery support. I'll put a link on our page so that people can see it. And their mission is social innovation. But this particular thing I'm talking about relates to design and art, and it's about toilets. And they've actually launched the Tokyo Toilet Project, which is soon to um, actually finish. And um, it's a project where they've asked people to design toilets. Now, what would you feel about public toilets, Tom? I feel they're a little bit douchomps. A little bit. <laughs> so you feel like you're making a statement every time you use a public toilet. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Well, a urinal, certainly. 
Yeah, I feel like I'm making a statement, but only if I don't flush. But I do flush. I just like to say that. Oh dear, I can't cut it out because that would be against our mantra. What I've just said. Um. So basically, in 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 uh, Japan, people have a problem because they find toilets can be quite intimidating and dirty. You know, you go up to a public toilet, you never know who might be lurking inside. Oi, you! I'm the toilet. <laughs> you slag. <laughs> so, one designer who's actually won a contract to make one of these uh, toilets is uh, Shigeru Ban. And he's an architect, a Japanese architect, and he's known for his innovative work with uh, paper, and particularly cardboard tubes. But this toilet is not made out of cardboard because that's not a really good thing for toilets i believe but what he's done is he's made a brightly colored transparent glass toilets so that when you walk up to his toilets at night you see this brightly lit up beautifully sort of like a green or blue color and you walk up to his toilet in the park and you can see inside the toilet so you can see straight away is there anyone lurking in there and also is the toilet clean before you go inside so that's quite a good idea. Do you know what I mean? You can walk into the toilet and you know it's already clean. And then as soon as you lock the door, all the glass becomes opaque so you can't see inside. So you can do what you do in toilets, but in private. Wow. That sounds great. So if you've made them... <laughs> I love it. Yeah. <laughs> what what the idea of see-through toilets or toilets at no night? i like the idea of being able to use a public toilet um and be visible to everyone i know it goes opaque yeah but surely you could choose not to lock the door so everyone could see you <laughs> <laughs> yeah that's a that's a fetish i've never heard of Mm. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> maybe because <laughs> i heard there was there were toilets where they've made like mirrors so that to everyone else it it's a sort of like a uh, what's it called a two-way one-way two-way mirror is that the right word um you know where basically the outside is a mirror to to everyone on the street but from the inside it looks like you can see out so it, lo- it feels as though you're actually being seen by everyone but you're not Oh, right, yeah, like in a police station. In a police station? Oh, yeah. Oh, what, in the line-up? Yeah. I did one yeah. of those. I did a line-up, but I didn't commit a crime, but I actually participated in a line-up. I actually Was that looked... for, for not flushing a toilet? <laughs> <laughs> no. And I looked nothing like the person at all. Nothing like him. So I don't know yeah. why that was a thing. Sorry, well, I'm so just... You, you, were ju- you were just making up the numbers? Yeah. I was really, but I suppose I looked a bit dodgy and they thought, well, maybe I'll get picked on the count of my dodgy looks. Yeah. Whatever dodgy looks are, I don't think you can uh, stereotype, although I'm sure there are a lot of people that do seem to stereotype and arrest people based on the way they look, but we won't go there. They're all digital now, lineups. Are they? They're all digital, yeah, they're all on computer screens, I believe. So what, they have like digital characters, like... I don't know. Yeah, you just see an image on a computer. Oh, what? So you got one and go, you pick the one that doesn't look like an avatar. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Excuse me, office, officer. That last one was just an emoji. <laughs> <laughs> Did you recognise that, um, that emoji? 
Have you seen it before? <laughs> you no, I told you. I told you he was wearing a hat. That emoji <laughs> definitely had no hat. I would pick the scowling emoji myself, though, wouldn't you? <laughs> if there was an angry emoji or a happy emoji, you know, the happy emoji wouldn't do the crime. Are there emojis with tattoos? What tattoo emojis? Probably. Yeah. But that's yeah. to be a tiny little tiny. It probably have to be a dot to fit on the screen, wouldn't it? Tiny little. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh dear, we're really getting off the track when I'm talking about emoji tattoos. Um, okay, on to the last story. We love a good Picasso damage story, don't we, on this show, Tom? Oh yeah, but what about hang on the toilet thing? So is this oh, guy... Oh, back to toilets. Yeah, so is this guy, is this going to be an actual public toilet? Yes, it is. And there's another architect, there's a couple of other architects have made them and they're going to be in Japan around uh, parts of Tokyo, I believe. How does it relate to the art world? He's an architect. He's not an artist. Ah, oh, Tom, we've always been architecture and design. There's always been little sneaky architecture and design. It's not completely about art as well. Oh, okay, yeah. Yeah, because this is a new behind the curtain, don't forget. Behind the yeah. curtain kind of podcast. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> whatever, Marcus, whatever you say. <laughs> Right, so can we? Are, are you done with toilets now, Tom? Can I go on to the next thing? Or are you happy that? Yeah, no. Please go on to the next thing. <laughs> are you sure? <laughs> right. So this is about Picassos. And, you know, as I said, we like a, a damaged Picasso on this uh, show. And basically, a man has been uh, sentenced uh, in the UK over the criminal damage of a Picasso. And he's been sentenced to 18 months. What he did was he walked into the Tate Modern Gallery and he decided to punch a painting by a Picasso a few times and basically broke the protective glass and um, and then he pulled it off the wall and chucked it to the ground and he actually said to the police when they arrested him my, my actions were a performance and uh, the judge has given him 18 months in prison and the judge in summary said that his act was just a publicity uh, a publicity attempt to seek notoriety in his five minutes of fame. So he just did it to go, look at me, I've smashed a Picasso on our call. And apparently the to repair the work, it will take over a year and it'll cost about $350,000. Yeah, so he must have been having like a hard day. Yeah, you don't. I, I, I yeah. I mean, that, if it was just a publicity stunt, you know, you could do it much better than that. But he must have been on, like, I don't know, if he'd fallen out of his mother or something. Something had happened. Is that what you reckon? You reckon there's something a bit more behind the story than just... Uh... Well, there is in general, isn't there? Well, yeah. Oh, yeah, there's not just a, just a headline. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, he has no life. There's nothing else except for this headline. And every Mind you, that's the way it goes today. There's only black and white. There's no grey areas in life, apparently. But I'm getting off track now. Yeah. Yeah, well, it's kind of... Um, a, it's a damaged painting. And, I mean, maybe that that's quite a good description of Picasso. 
Yeah. Sorry, can you hold on? I'm going to have to stop it for a second because I my um, screen save is coming on. If I press thing, I want to see if it's still recording. Okay. So that I will have to chop this bit. I'll do some like uh, interlude music. It's all right. We're back. We're back. We're back, Tom. Thank you for that interlude music. No. Um, lesson I've just learned is don't record a podcast um, when you've set your screensaver to come on after 10 minutes. Oh, right. So how far away from you is your computer? Did you have to leave the room to go and... No, it's over the other side. I'm actually recording for you, those of you listening, I'm recording so I can look at the tall Regency buildings across the road. <coughs> Excuse me, coughing. So, yes, so that guy who's done the Picasso thing, that's a bit of a, a, bit of a naughty stunt, but 18 months, as I said, he's got, which is quite a, um, it's quite a sentence. I suppose that'll yeah. put anyone off it, put anyone else off doing that. And so uh, what did the judge say? It was a, public, a publicity stunt. Yes, he did, yeah. Yeah. He said that. Um, can I just say also, uh, sorry for those of you listening, um, on my neighbour's gone out and they've left their dog at home, so if you hear any whining dogs in the background, that's my neighbour's dog. All right. Yeah. Okay, <laughs> I, I haven't heard the whining dog. No, well, that's good then. I, his cries are very disconcerting but they are they have gone out so Tom I, I don't know if you remember that's not the only time Picasso uh, paintings have been uh, damaged uh, unfortunately our, our friend well not our friend but Steve Wynn who we've mentioned before he damaged one in 2006 if you remember we talked about that on a previous podcast how did he damage a Picasso well what he was doing now it has to be stressed that Steve Wynn is not clumsy. He's actually got a, uh, a problem with his vision, and I think it affects his peripheral vision, so he can't judge distances. I think that's what the case is. And basically, he was showing uh, people and friends his new Picasso, and he was standing in front of it and gesturing, and he accidentally put his elbow through it. Oh, yeah. So that was in two... So he, he, he was the owner of the painting, though. Yeah. He was. Yeah. Yeah. Now, so there was no there was no court case to answer. Yeah. No, there wasn't. There wasn't. But now, recently, uh, uh, there was in 2018, unfortunately, Steve Wynn was selling another uh, painting. And this was at, at actually at Christie's, the auctioneer. And apparently what allegedly happened was that Someone was in there doing decorating and a metal pole that you use to attach to the paint roller uh, somehow fell through the canvas, causing £20 million worth of damage. Wow. Now, I don't know. I mean, I'm not sure how that would happen, how you would, how, you know, you'd probably be maybe a bit careful if that's what actually happened, you know, uh, with your pole around very expensive paintings yeah surely your first question would be so steve how's your peripheral vision <laughs> what <laughs> oh no steve steve Wynn wasn't doing the the decorating at christie so oh, i don't right, think i yeah. made that clear <laughs> <laughs> yeah so apparently how they valued it 
was uh, they had appraisers come and they said this could reach potentially a hundred million dollars at auction, but because it's now got this hole in it, it's got devalued it by about twenty million. All right, yeah, because it's got work to be done on it. Yeah, yeah, it has. It's got a lot of work. Need needs updating. Yeah, well, seriously. <laughs> yeah. Um, but there has there has also in two thousand and ten. Uh, I, made me think of another one in 2010 where a woman actually was uh, lost her footing and she fell onto a painting by Picasso and it was uh, uh, the his painting was called The Actor and that was done in the early half of the 20th century and she put a little tiny tear in that so Picasso seemed to be in the line of fire a bit yeah hmm yeah, well, you know, Picasso is and always has been an accident waiting to happen. <laughs> now, a short advertisement break. Here, Tom, here, Tom, are you happy to be at the gallery? Yeah, guess, guess yeah. what I'm going to do? I'm going to get myself so blooming famous. See that uh, turtle art print over there? Oh, yeah, that's well high definition, isn't it, Marcus? Yeah, look at this. Look at this, Tom. No, Marcus, no. I've just smashed it. Look at that. Look at that. I'm going to be blooming famous. I'm going to be blooming so famous. Look at that. Come on, arrest me. Arrest me. Oi, you, come here. We caught that on CCTV. You've got questions to answer. You're coming to see the judge now. (laughs) Marcus, that was very idiotic. As you know, on our website, you can download this high-definition turtle art print for free. Why did you go and damage it? Now you've got to go and see the angry judge. (laughs) You absolute idiot! You could have just gone to Modern Artist Rubbish, signed up for the mailing list, and downloaded it as many times as you desire. And now you've destroyed it and made an absolute idiot of yourself. (laughs) You've wasted my time, you've wasted the museum's time, the police's time, and dare I say it, your own. So, just head over to modernartisrubbish.com and subscribe to our email list to get your free artwork and to be updated on the latest Modern Art is Rubbish news. So, Tom, that's the end of the podcast for this week. How did you feel about the free-flowing live vibe of it? Well, to be honest, I don't think anyone cares and you you needn't have even mentioned it. What?! Yeah, we could just do it free form and just not tell anyone. Yeah, but people deserve to know what's happening, I feel. No, we don't want to show what's behind the curtain. <laughs> but we have now. It's too late, Tom. <laughs> All's been revealed, walls and all. So, um, just to ask people, you, those of you listening, um, please head over to our social media like Facebook, Twitter. We've got an email address uh, info at modernartisrubbish.com and um, we've got a Patreon account which you can help us support the show on um, also Tom I think uh, your song's due for release when this podcast comes out in a, two days afterwards is that correct? 
Um, no, it's on it's on Bandcamp and SoundCloud at the moment, but it's going on Spotify on the 18th okay. of so, September. Yeah, okay, so we'll put a link to that on the show notes um, and a link to any relevant images or any extra sort of videos that we've uh, come across that might be of interest and relate to this particular episode. So... Um, it's just left for us to say bye then, Tom, isn't it? Really? Yeah, bye! Goodbye. Hey, do you love a good story? Great. Then you got to check out the Hashtag Storytime podcast. Each episode brings you the craziest, creepiest, and cringiest stories from YouTube, TikTok, Reddit, and beyond. My story is about the time that I was broken up with at the 9-11 memorial uh, twice. Look, the internet is a dumpster full of stories. And I, your host, Will McFadden, dive in headfirst, sift through the flaming trash, and bring you nothing but treasures. Listen to all 21 episodes of Hashtag Storytime now on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. You might have noticed a change in your neighborhood lately. Yep, Sprint stores are now T-Mobile stores. Now that Sprint is T-Mobile, you get more coverage, value, and benefits than ever before. We've invested billions to bring our 5G from big cities to small towns across America. And great coverage is just the start. From high-speed mobile hotspot data to weekly deals and giveaways, our customers get tons of great benefits. Head to your new T-Mobile store to learn more. Qualifying service and capable device required. Coverage is not available in some areas. Some uses may require certain plan or features. See T-Mobile.com.